Welcome to the Be Free program where you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. Hi, I'm Loretta Roshke, your host, and I am so excited to be in the Word today with you. And I've got Don Kennedy with me. Hello, Good morning. Dawn. Good morning. Hey, Dawn, it's been a few programs that I you've know, been on with I me. Know. I've had you different guests. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I just get thrown to the side. Yeah, okay. no, no, no. <laughs> just even. So Dawn is over here working all the background stuff, even when we have other guests. And uh, so she hasn't been on for like four programs. So mm-hmm. welcome back. I'm glad you. to have I'm you. Glad to be back. <laughs> <laughs> Today, we're going to be talking about face-to-face. <laughs> you know, that's why FaceTime is so popular, because it's... It takes talking to someone on the phone or whatever to a whole nother level. You know, when you have a loved one that lives uh, away from you and you don't get to see them, uh, like my son, he he lives about four hours away, which I know isn't a real long, but hey, that means I can't see him all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and of course, he's not much on doing FaceTime. I need to talk to him about that. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I just need to lay my eyes on you. I just need you. to see you, son. I told him that, I just need to see you. I need to see your face. Okay, mom. But, uh, you know, it's, it's something about being able to see somebody face to face that's different than just talking to them on the phone, uh, or a letter or something like that, texting, email. And, um, uh, we're going to talk today about face to face with God. And, and I love that. Uh, he invites us in. He invites us to have relationship and a communion and fellowship with mm-hmm. him, companionship with him. And so we're going to talk about that today. And we're going to start uh, in Psalms 24. And I am going to start at the beginning. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness of it, the world and they who dwell in it. Yeah. Hallelujah. This, it belongs to God. For he has founded it upon the seas and established it upon the currents and rivers. Who shall go up into the mountain of the Lord? Or who shall stand in his holy place? Don't you want to know what the qualifications are? Don't you want to know what what makes you able to go up into the mountain of the Lord or stand in his holy place? Verse 4, he who has clean hands and a pure heart, who has not lifted himself up to falsehood or to what is false nor sworn deceitfully. So how do we get clean hands and a pure heart? Through Christ. Jesus. Jesus Christ, Jesus, our Messiah, Jesus. our Savior. You know, uh, let, let's talk about that for just a minute, Don. So Jesus Christ came to earth specifically to die for you and I, right? He came down to be our substitute, to bear our sins, to take upon him self our sins and to die. He who knew no sin became sin that we might become his righteousness. Right? So he came specifically to reconcile us back to God. Thank you, father. Hallelujah. Jesus. Uh, so that we can have a relationship. We can be born again, have a Mm -hmm. new life born Mm -hmm. again, set free from the power and the principle and the dominion of sin. So that we can walk in, in uh, uprightly before him, not because of our works. Hey, my works would fail me, uh, does fail me, right? Right. right. Every day, all the time. My works doesn't, does not get it done. I tried it works. No. It's not really mm-hmm. very much fun. Yeah. For by grace, we have been saved through faith and that not of ourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. For we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, which he prepared beforehand 
that we should walk in them. So we are to have good works, but he prepared them and he made the way, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so uh, it's through what Christ did, not our works, that he came and he took a beating, uh, stripes on his back for our healing, physical healing. Shredded he was, his body. Shredded his body. The cat of nine tails literally ripped the skin off of him, and he was bleeding, bleeding, bleeding profusely. It, it was, he was marred so bad that he was unrecognizable, is what it talks about in Isaiah 53. Crown of thorns. We're not talking little stickers. We're talking large thorns shoved in his head. He bled from his head. He was bruised for our iniquities, the scriptures, that's, which is bleeding on the inside, those pains and wounds on the inside. Uh, they drove stakes in his hands and his feet, a, si- uh, a spear in his side, and water and blood came out. The Garden of Gethsemane dawned. Mm-hmm. He prayed sweat and blood. sweat <laughs> a, 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 so intensely. <clears throat> Father, if it be possible... If it's possible, let this cup pass from me. Well, what cup was he talking about? The cup of the wrath against mm-hmm. sin. Mm-hmm. And, and the, it says the Father, he said, My God, my God, why have, you, why have you forsaken me even on the cross? Because a holy God cannot behold sin. And Jesus took on the sin on that cross. And he prayed it again. If it be possible, let this cup pass from him. Nevertheless, not my will, but thine be mm-hmm. done. So he drank down the cup of the wrath against the sin, the cup of the wrath of the Father against sin, paid the penalty. The wrath that should have been mine. I should, right. We, we were the ones that, were, that had been engulfed in sin. Mm-hmm. And sin, the penalty of sin is death. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ died. He paid that debt. He died. Even though it wasn't his sin, it was ours. Mm. He was fully God, fully man. He had the opportunity to sin. Mm-hmm. Uh, Satan, remember, uh, tempted him. Mm-hmm. All these different days, temptations. Mm-hmm. After his 40 days uh-huh. of fasting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Jesus Christ did not fall into temptation. He did not sin in any way. Therefore, he was the only one capable and able of dying for our sin. He paid the penalty because he was a spotless lamb. He was spotless and pure. And so why am I going to all this? Because we need to realize what Christ did. And and in the Psalms, in the Old Testament, it says, Who shall go up into the mountain of the Lord, or who shall stand in his holy place? He who has clean hands and a pure heart. There is only one, one way. There is salvation in no other name but the name of Jesus. When Jesus Christ died, he said, right before he died, he said, It is finished but there's nothing you've done that can keep you from having a clean heart and right a pure, a pure heart there, and no hands, you may be a murderer yeah you may have done the most horrific of things jesus christ paid the penalty for every one of those sins and you can be forgiven just like that i mean totally clean and pure by accepting jesus christ as your lord and savior because when jesus died he was tempted in every way that we would be but yet without sin is what the scripture says. Mm. And, it, and before that, the blood of bulls and goats and lambs, they would, you know, the priest would, high priest would offer up. To cover up to, our yeah, sin. Yeah, to cover mm. up our sin because it couldn't cleanse our consciences. consciences. But when Jesus Christ died, 
It was once and for all, and his blood was literally spilled out for us. It was, and it was sprinkled on the mercy seat in heaven. And we are now completely pure, spotless, because Jesus Christ shed his blood. So as in Psalms 24, it answers that question, who can ascend into the holy hill of God, into the mountain? He who has clean hands and a pure heart. One of my favorite parts of that story, too, is also that the veil was torn. That the, the I was just going there, that right. It was, it was rent, and I have full access to God through yeah. Jesus anytime I want it. It doesn't matter if I mess up. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter if I feel the pressures of the world. It doesn't matter what I see around me. All I can do is go, Jesus, mm-hmm. Father, mm-hmm. and I'm in the throne room. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have instant access. I don't have to stay in the outer courts. I don't have to have anybody do it for me. I can go right into my heavenly right. Father, the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, and receive strengthen, strengthening from them, mm-hmm. and, and love, and advice, and mm-hmm. grace, and all the things, yeah. mercy, everything Wisdom, that I need, counseling, yeah, yeah, direction, everything, everything. empowerment, equipment, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. equipment. Mm-hmm. Healing, deliverance, right? right. You know, all of it, all of it, the whole package. Yeah, he didn't do just part of it. No, <laughs> Jesus Christ died for the whole man, right. for the whole man, for all of humanity, for all of our sin. And when he died, and he uh, he rose again. No, the veil was rent. Like you're talking about the curtain, it was rent from top to bottom, signaling, signifying we can come on in, mm-hmm. and that, and we now we, he inhabits us. Mm-hmm. We don't have to try to go up. We don't have to go up to the mountain of the right. Lord. We don't have to have a priest to go for us. Jesus Christ was the high priest, mm-hmm. uh, and when he did it, he didn't say it is to be continued. He said it is finished. It's completely finished in the name of Jesus. I also, I also think that I, I, I love that everything he did is a counter to anything that I could, um, you know, could experience here. So when I need, when I'm feeling weak, when I'm feeling at my weakest, that I can't, uh, do anything anymore, that I can't go one step further in something or whatever. When I'm feeling weak, he's my strength. When I feel mourning in some area, he's, he gives me the oil of joy. He's, he's, he's the counter to everything that I experience here on earth. He ha- anything bad, he's the counter to it. Mm-hmm. Right. And so he gave me that opportunity by giving me Jesus, mm-hmm. you know, by giving me my salvation. He's, mm-hmm. he, he made a plan for me, and it was good. Mm-hmm. No matter what I see out here, mm-hmm. his plan is still good for me. Right, right, absolutely. Uh, amen to that. Well, I'm so thankful that Jesus Christ did that. And because of that, we can go up to the mountain of the Lord, to the high holy place <laughs> with him. Mm-hmm. So that's that's the qualifications. It's in Christ. It's him. Uh, it's his power. And so I just wanted to bring that out for a moment. And because it's the most important thing, it is it is what the whole entire Bible is about. The entire Bible is about this word. Um, and it's about Jesus Christ coming to earth. He is the doctrine of all doctrines. Uh, he is the centerpiece of the word of God, Jesus Christ, death, burial, and resurrection. The pure gospel is Jesus died for our sins. Uh, he was buried and he was raised up on the th- third day. So, uh, this is something that um, we 
I have to keep first and foremost. And so today we're talking about face-to-face. The reason (laughs) we can have face-to-face time with God Mm -hmm. is because of exactly what we just got through Mm -hmm. talking about. So never forget that. It is the basis. It is the foundation. It is the most important doctrine. It's the doctrine that everything else must be centered on is the gospel. Uh, uh, Paul said, I preach the gospel of Christ. I preach the gospel of Christ. I'm not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God unto salvation. And so everything springs from, uh, centers around, rotates around what Christ did. Mm-hmm. So because of that, we, we're going to go ahead and read now in verse 7 of Psalms 24. Lift up your heads, O you gates, and be lifted up, you age-abiding doors, that the King of glory may come in. Who is the King of glory? the Lord strong and mighty, the Lord mighty in battle. So let's look at verse 7 for just a moment. This is actually talking about in the future, Christ making his entrance into Jerusalem at the beginning of the kingdom age, okay? But let's talk about how it applies to us today. Mm -hmm. Because there's, in so many of the scriptures, it's prophetic, it's something coming in the future, it's something that's being prophesied, but it also has a fulfillment right now. Mm -hmm. It has an application right now. The Word of God is alive, the Word of God is speaking to us today. So, when the Word says here, lift up your heads, O you gates. Now, we we can lift up the gate of our heart. Mm Mm-hmm. We can open up our ears to him, open up our eyes to him. Uh, we can let down our defenses, right? Sometimes we put up a wall because we're in him. Right. So he's covering yes. us when we do that. Right. 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 I mean, yeah. he, he physically protects us and then he covers us. I love that. You gave that illustration, I think, the other day in a message you were giving about the shield of faith mm-hmm. and how he, you know, it quenches. Mm-hmm. But then he also shields us. Mm-hmm. So we're in him and we're fully protected. And there's no reason we can't fully let down the gates and let him uh, let up, the, pull up the gates and open them up and let him in. There's nothing that blocks. There's no reason to be afraid to do that. Right. Absolutely. Uh, it is uh, something that the, the world teaches us, mm-hmm. Dawn, to put up defenses right, and keep walls right. up. Don't let anybody hurt you. Right. Or they don't let anybody in. You're not they, close. Yeah. You're not doing that. I'm they not disappointed me. Yeah. <laughs> Strike one. <laughs> uh, there was an old saying that I've heard so many people say, uh, if you uh, uh, do me wrong once, shame on me uh, twice. Uh, on Shame on you twice. Shame on me. Mm-hmm. Well, that's not biblical. No. Okay. God doesn't want shame on us or mm-hmm. anybody else. But the, the what they were saying was, don't let them do it to you again. Right. Don't, don't be open. Don't be vulnerable. So the problem is... When somebody hurts and wounds you, disappoints you, does you wrong, then you can put that emotional wall up and you can say, you, you can also, no entrance. people also blame it on God sometimes. Right. So mm-hmm. they don't want to let their gate o- open because mm-hmm. he might hurt them. Right. But it's not him that's no. going to hurt them. No, it's the enemy. Uh, it, the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Right. Uh, but it's a natural response to put up walls and gates. Here, it's saying, who can go into the mountain of the Lord? He who has clean hands and a pure heart. And that's through Christ. Mm-hmm. Through salvation. Through salvation. And it says, lift up your heads, O you gates. You know what, Dawn? I skipped three verses. Four verses. Hold that thought, my friends, because <laughs> we, we missed some good stuff there. Uh, he, who, 
He who has clean hands and a pure heart, who has not lifted himself up to falsehood or to what is false, nor sworn deceitfully, he shall receive blessing from the Lord and righteousness from the God of his salvation, right? Mine says vindication. Vindication, God yeah. will vindicate me. He absolutely <laughs> will. Uh so there is ability and a way to go up before the Lord. And uh, we, we are invited to do this. And in verse 5, he shall receive the blessing from the Lord. When we, go, when we go up to the Lord, when we go up to the Lord and we enter into his presence, um, we, okay, we got it. Um, the, we... We're having technical difficulties. It just, there we go. We're good now. All right. So when we go up into the presence of the Lord, we're going to, we receive blessings, right? Yes. Blessings. Thank God. Thank God. Not condemnation. Right. Blessings. Right. And he shall receive righteousness from God, the mm-hmm. God of his salvation. Mm-hmm. Righteousness. Right standing. Not because I'm so holy in myself mm. and I do so many wonderful things that are going to get me into heaven. No, it won't. He just gives you the exchange. He exchanges, exchanges it. it. Yeah, right. Exactly. And so then in verse 6, I love this verse. This is the generation or the description of those who seek him, who inquire of and for him and of necessity who seek your face, O God of Jacob. And it says, Selah, pause and think of that. So this is... Uh, this is the generation. Don't you want to be the generation that seeks his face? Yes. Lord, that I declare that over this generation, that we are the generation that seeks your face. We, we come into your presence and we seek your face. I just want to say, too, if you, when you're seeking God, if you haven't done it a lot, there can be an awkwardness to it. It's not your normal thing to just lay on your face before God. I mean, it's not what you're, what people are expecting. Sometimes mm-hmm. it can feel like, oh, I don't know if I really feel him. I don't know this or that. But you know what? The more you do it, mm-hmm. the more he reveals himself to you, the, the more you're aware. He's always there. Yes, he is. Because he said he never leaves us or forsakes us. So he's always there. He's closer than the breath of our, our mouth. He's right there with us. Mm-hmm. You just may not be accustomed Mm-hmm. to feeling his presence. Mm-hmm. But the more you go, the more mm-hmm. deeper you go, the more on purpose you spend that time with him, the more unawkward it feels. In fact, the more you're like, oh, I just want to stay here. Mm-hmm. Can the rest of the world go away? Right. Can I just stay here well, instead? I want to just be here in your yeah, presence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So don't let any awkwardness or not thinking you feel God think he's not there. Right. Because he is with you. Yes, he is. If you've asked him to be your savior. He mm-hmm. is with mm-hmm. you. And just, and if you don't have the desire to I seek his face <laughs> or the worship, or you, mm-hmm. don't, you don't have the want to, uh, then do what I did years ago. I said, Lord, I want to have the want to. I want to read your word. I want to have the want to and the desire to read your word. Would you please give me the desire? Make I want alive. to pray. Yeah. <laughs> I pray that, Lord, I want to pray. I want to have the want to, but I don't have it right now. Would you give me the desire for you? Would you give me the desire for your word, for your presence, for worship, for going to church? And he did. And mm-hmm. it's like, it's life. It's mm-hmm. alive. It's exciting. It's powerful. And you know, even when you're reading hard stuff in the Bible, if you look for Jesus in it, mm-hmm. you will find it. Mm-hmm. If you look for the Savior in it, you'll find him in it. 
I mean, it, it is him. It's him breathing. It's his word. It's his body. It, he, he's our meat. But if you look for him in every verse, mm-hmm. he's there. He is there. And there's always things that there's principles. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, even in the Old Testament laws and stuff, there's still principles and reasons why they were in place. And then uh, Jesus Christ fulfilled all the, the prophets mm-hmm. and the law. You know, it's free all, from the curse yeah, of the law. Yeah, I'm free uh, from poverty, yeah. sickness, and death. But right. I still need to the wisdom, the wisdom, right? The wisdom that we can apply mm-hmm. from the from from why there were certain mm-hmm. dietary laws or or whatever, mm-hmm. right? And so, because it's all about life, it's all about us having the best life. Mm-hmm. It's all about the goodness of God, the love of God, mm-hmm. His desire to bless us and minister to us, and uh, and correct us, mm-hmm. train us. Teach well, like us. you said, it's for the best life. Right. He wants us to live abundantly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so getting that mindset of it's not something that I am wanting to do myself. It's not something that uh, I have to make do that I have to bring about in my own flesh because it'll never happen. Right. That, that it has to be through what Christ did and Christ only, mm-hmm. right? So that's why we have, must be in Christ. How do in you do Christ. that? Yeah, yeah. And that's through that salvation. It's through that invitation to allow him to come into your life. And it's so simple. Mm-hmm. It's so simple that we make it hard. All you have to do is, number one, realize you need him. Right. You need a savior. I've sinned. Most of us don't have to be convinced of that. Most of mm-hmm. us know we've sinned, right? And that we, that, uh, we, we need help. Uh, can it, I just say sure. too that when you know, you know, let's say you went to Alcoholics Anonymous, if you had were an alcoholic and you went to go get help, the first thing you have to do is admit mm-hmm. that you have a problem. Right. So it's just like that for salvation too. Right. You have it to is. say, God, I have a problem. I didn't have you, and right. I need you. I need you. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So if that's you and you realize, wow, <laughs> I, I've sinned. I need a savior. I need my life needs to change. Then you just simply come before him. You you know all of sin have fallen short of the glory of God. All of us have. Jesus Christ paid the penalty for that sin because the penalty for sin is death. He paid for it. <laughs> and now he says, "Come to me all you who are weary and heavy laden, I will give you rest." Rest. You know, come to me. And so you just say, Lord, come in and just say this prayer. If this is you, just say, come into my life, Lord Jesus. I repent. I confess I'm a sinner. Forgive me of my sins. Wash me. Change me. I give you all of my past. I give you today. I give you my future and everything I'm facing. I give it all to you, Lord. And I invite you to be the Lord of my life. I look to you, Lord Jesus. And I give you control. Direct me, guide me, lead me. I accept you as my Savior. I believe you're my Savior. In Jesus' name, amen. And if you did that, it's so simple, guys. Uh, Just believe. Just believe. Now, you have a brand new life. Old things have passed away. All things become new. You become a new creature in Christ. It's it's a brand new life for you. Mm-hmm. It's a fresh Everything's start. different. Your slate's clean. Yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's something to be excited about and believe and, and just like, wow. And then just start asking, okay, Lord, what right. does today hold? Right. What Lord, do I- what do you want me to do today? Mm-hmm. Lord, what about this situation? What about this relationship? Lord, uh, I, I want to know more about you. 
Uh, show me who you are. Give me, I want to understand your character, your nature. Speak to me through your word. Lord, how do I raise this child? Uh, what do I do about this situation in my marriage? What do I do about this financial thing? Mm-hmm. Lord, I, I just come to you. Uh, you're, you're my, my counselor. You're my help. You're my hope. Mm-hmm. Pour into me. I worship you. I mean, it's just so, it's so amazing because the veil over your life is rent, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And you have instant, complete, total access to God. And he washes you and cleanses you. Susan Reed uh, is one of our listeners this morning, and she said, in a world, in the world, waving this white flag of surrender means you lose. Mm. But in the spirit, when we surrender, we claim the victory that is already ours. Wow. God. That is a good word. Ooh, right that's there. a good word, so Susan. surrender to him and claim the victory. That's a good word. That's awesome. Thank you, Susan. That is good. That'll preach right there. Mm-hmm. That is really good. Yeah, because... We, we, when we're trying to hold on to our own ways of doing, I'll figure this out. I'll make this work. Mm-hmm. Or, or, you know, I, I can, I can fix myself. I can heal myself. I can set myself free. <laughs> no, you need a savior. Mm-hmm. You need to just realize you need a savior. And he's so good. And he's so for you. And he wants to set you free. And so when you just surrender, I, that old hymn, I surrender all, all to thee, my blessed savior, I surrender all. Oh, I'm come just as I am. And that that you know? goes back to that counter. He has a counter. So just like she said, the world means you lose, but in God, it means I win. Yes. I surrender yeah. to you, God, and I win. Yes. you. I win. I make it across the line. I'm the one who breaks the... What do you call it when they have the, the barrier? The, the, yeah, but when they have the, the finish the line. I'm, I'm going to yeah. make it across yeah. the finish line yeah. in, in first place. Yeah. Because of God. Yeah. Because of Jesus and what he did for me. Amen. If you surrender so, to it. Right. <laughs> so maybe you're saying today, you know what? I am already a Christian, but I'm finding myself holding on to certain things. And I'm trying to fix myself, trying to fix my husband and wife or my children. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm trying to figure out how in the world we're going to pay these bills. And, you, and you're just holding on so tightly to all of this. And you're trying to figure out. I just pray for you right now. Father. I just pray right now for your grace and hope and faith to rise up. Mm -hmm. Lord, I pray for grace to surrender and to let it go. Lord, we lay it all at your feet, at the feet of Jesus. We give it all to you. We cast our cares upon you for you care for us. Lord, I pray right now that you'd give the wisdom, give the direction, give the strategies, I pray, Father God, and just bring hope and joy and peace right now uh, to those watching by Facebook and those listening on the radio right now, Father God, and, and our podcast, Lord. Just bring forth your power and their glo- your glory in their life. In Jesus' name, amen. Now listen, guys, if you prayed that prayer with me earlier, or if you have a prayer request, call our prayer line at 866-241-0579, 866-241-0579. We have pray, uh, anointed prayer partners that will minister to you. Also go to our website, lueda.org, L-O-U-A-D-A.org. Oh my goodness, we have tons of free stuff for you there. Don't go away. We're going to be right back. 